Hey everyone, welcome to an all new episode of Talking the Last of Us. I am your host, Jen, and I am joined tonight by Kinte. Kinte, how are you tonight? I'm doing great. Uh, can you hear me okay? I can hear you okay. Um, it's uh, just a tiny bit low. A little bit, oh. little bit muffly. Oh, okay. What about now? Is that better? That's perfect. Perfect, right. perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when wa- when last we left you, apparently it's Sunday, I need a little bit more coffee. Uh, when last we left you, Ellie and Joel were on their way across country in a truck thanks to... <sighs> thanks. Uh, they have a truck. <laughs> I won't even go into a long, long time because I will cry. Uh, the title of episode four and episode five are Please Hold My Hand and Endure and Survive. Um, I'm going to make two small, uh, things here, two small sort of, uh, observations about Please Hold My Hand and Endure and Survive. Uh, Please Hold My Hand had a ratings increase of, uh, it was pretty substantial. Um, it went from... Uh, 7 million to 9 million on the viewers. Uh, And that's, you know, pretty huge. It actually is on track to surpass House Dragon, right? But what happened in episode five, Endure and Survive, is they rescheduled the episode to take place on Friday so that they didn't have competition with the Super Bowl. And what ended up happening is not enough people got the memo. So it looked like the ratings plummeted to 3 million, 3, well, almost 4 million, 382. Um, And that seems like a huge ratings plummet. But I would suggest that if we go back and look at the numbers uh, for the week for Endure and Survive, it will probably be pretty close to hold my hand. And I think once we get to episode six in Kin, we'll probably see that ratings uh, bump come back up. So I just wanted to let anybody know who is tracking the ratings. You know, no, it's not that Endure and Survive was any less good. It was just the day of the week that changed. In fact, Endure and Survive has a better rating overall score episode by episode with something like a nine point something over at IMDb and uh, Long Long Time, which was everybody's favorite at least around the Lost uh, Last of Us fandom, that didn't even score a nine. So I, I, I think we're just a little bit off in terms of days. So let's get right into it. So episode four and episode five see Ellie and Joel on basically a detour through Kansas City. Um, there's a lot that actually happens in episode four that is kind of plot development there's a lot that happens in episode five which i think we're gonna sort of focus on because there's a big chunk of stuff with henry and sam that i think is really important but let's just touch real briefly on episode four and say that uh one of the things that we find out is that ellie took one of bill's guns right and she finds herself in a situation where joel apparently was caught off guard and she has to kill someone. Now, this doesn't seem like it should be super unexpected. I mean, it feels like, yeah, you know, you're living in this world. Maybe this is the kind of stuff that happens. But I want everyone to kind of go back and sort of remember that Ellie was raised in this Fedra environment where kids 
although you know kids got up to kid stuff uh it was very protected and extremely well ordered and organized so yes there were always the opportunities for things to kind of go awry but for the most part joel definitely doesn't think that ellie should have had the opportunity to kill someone and he feels terrible that he that she basically had to do that so uh i'm gonna turn things over to kente a little bit and ask you first of all what did you think about uh the whole kind of setup with them getting into kansas city and then we'll talk about kathleen and her band of uh sort of takeover from fedra people Oh, and, and I just want people to know that we will be reviewing episode six, but not in this particular episode. Uh, we we got behind, so we're, we're in this episode. We're we're reviewing episode four and five, and then right, we'll catch then up. we'll and then we'll do six. So, um, no, I thought that it was a um, it was interesting. You know how they came into the city, and uh, they realized there was something afoot, but it was a little too late uh, before they had chances to maneuver. Um, I like that that uh, moment where she shoots him and to save her from, uh, in his mind, from her first kill, uh, he goes and finishes him off. So uh, right. I'm protecting her from that. It, it it it's also funny and i well not funny but you know it's also interesting that uh ellie says this isn't my first time and my suspicion is that episode seven which we haven't seen yet uh is about to deal with why ellie says this wasn't my first time uh and i'm going to get into some things that uh neil said in just a couple minutes but uh one thing that I really loved about the Kansas City thing is this sort of secondhand character in the game that, you know, is is like, it's sort of a thing, but it's not a thing. Um, this Kathleen character, who is so fascinating to me, and I'll tell you why, um, but I want to ask Kinte, what's, what was your opinion of Kathleen when you first saw her? Because we first see her when she's interrogating the doctor looking for henry um but then we have this kind of segue cut and she goes out and uh she actually ends up killing somebody just sort of what feels like mercilessly and then she comes back in and kills the doctor or no I, she, i'm sorry she comes back in after seeing what happened and then kills the doctor so i just wanted to get your opinion on that character i'm sorry say that one more time because you kind of were going in and out Okay, so Kathleen, give me your opinion on Kathleen. What did you think about that character and how she could so easily kill the doctor that said, hey, you know what, I delivered you? Um, it really lets you know how drastic the situation was because, um, you know, you're thinking that, oh, it's my doctor, you know, her doctor. So the doctor is going to, you know, that he tried to play that card. And when that card didn't work, you're like, oh, man, this woman is serious about it. You know, she goes in and just shoots him dead. And, then, you know, of course, later we've realized uh, the reason why she did it. But, uh, yeah, it, it was very good in establishing it. And especially, you know, it surprised me because that actor you know, is more than just, you know, uh, I've seen him in a lot of stuff. So I was surprised that he was killed off so quickly. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I feel like 
obviously there's a lot that was uh, that kind of went into that, a lot of thinking behind it. And before I get into um, what happens in Kansas City a little bit further, I'm going to say that I feel like this is one of the quintessential, most awesome, balance-driven shows that I've seen in a long time, where they do a lot of world building with very little, but they also never let us forget what this is all about. And I actually heard, and I think I even mentioned this to some of my other friends, um, I heard the criticism that, hey, you know, for a movie about, you know, zombie apocalypse, there really aren't very many monsters in this show. And I feel like they're sort of missing the point. And I have, like I said, I've said this before, but the name of the show is The Last of Us. It's really about humanity. And I feel like Kathleen's character does a really good job of illustrating the fact that, yes, there are some good people out there and we're about to meet them with Henry and Sam, but there are also the organizations who believe that they are doing the right thing by doing maximum what i would consider to be wrong um you know they they, they've taken the mantle away from fedra but what have they put in fedra's place something that was just as terrible here's the new boss just like the old boss um and that was actually kind of fascinating to me um so you know i don't i you know me i don't have necessarily an issue with the, the lack of uh, infected that we've right. seen so far, uh, because, you know, I'm into the human drama, probably even more so than infected, you know, and then it makes it more impactful when you see the infected. Right. So, uh, so, you know, I'm cool with that, uh, you know, but I, I know some people are used to the zombie, like, you know, stuff where you get like, it's zombie, 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 you know? So right. I, I think they're just used to that, you know. Well, I think I, I honestly, especially in episode four and then into episode five, um, we have the threat of the underground infected. And in episode four, Perry, who's Kathleen's second in command, shows her uh, this spot in the apartment building where the ground is literally kind of rising and falling. And Man, that was creepy as heck. It was, right? And that I feel like is the that is the scary part of The Last of Us. You don't know where the infected might be. And so you're sort of always on guard. And in just in terms of how they make the world, it feels very world rich with the threat of the infected without it being over the top. Okay, we have to have a legion of infected show up in every single episode. So I'm, I mean, personally, I'm actually really happy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so so at the end of episode four, we're going to kind of speed through episode four because I really want to get to episode five, which is Endure and Survive. And I think we can talk if we need to retrospectively about what happened in episode four. Um, but what happens in at the end of episode four is they, Ellie and, and Joel fall asleep and they're woken up uh, basically by gunpoint with Sam holding a gun. Sam is this little boy and he is, we don't know it at the time, but he's deaf. Um, He is holding a gun. Joel and Ellie wake up 
And then we kind of move into the next episode. What we find out is that Henry has been taking care of Sam. We get a little bit of a flashback. Um, it's pretty terrible. Uh, everything that has been happening to Henry and Sam has been awful. Henry had to do certain things for Fedra in order to get medication for Sam, who has leukemia. Now, I mean, look, if you're a parent in today's world and your kid has leukemia, it's hard enough. And there are so many obstacles and hurdles to get through. But imagine going through this in an apocalyptic setting where supplies are limited and where access to medication is absolutely minimal. So Henry is doing everything that he can to save Sam. And what we find out uh, is that Henry and Sam have basically been in hiding for a while. Kathleen and Perry and, and everybody has been looking for them because it seems that Kathleen has a grudge uh, with Henry. And we don't find out what that is until the end, which we'll talk about. But what was your impression, Kinte, of Henry in particular? Because I loved the fact that they expanded Henry so much. This was a really good character. Yeah, I mean, uh, it doesn't take long before you love Henry and Sam. You know, uh, you feel for them. And uh, in the, in the um, I was about to say the comic book, in the, in the game, uh, Sam isn't deaf. So they changed they changed right. his character to make him deaf, which uh, worked very well. And um, but I, I would say that uh, that yeah, you you gotta love them. You know, you gotta love their brotherly love. You know. So one small side note behind the scenes: if you haven't seen the behind the scenes stuff, Sam, the character that play or the actor that plays Sam, is actually deaf, and they had Sam um, and his mentor on set. And, the, you know, hats off to everybody in this episode, but especially to the younger actors on set that day or on, well, on set during this episode, because this was big. It was really big. And I, I, I just felt this like beaming sense of pride for them all. So good job. You activated my mom, my mom jeans. Um, <laughs> okay. So let's, let's go through, uh, quickly they go into the tunnels and there's this great scene where well first let's talk about why Henry is being hunted by Kathleen and then we'll go into the tunnels so we find out that Henry is being hunted by Kathleen because Henry uh, basically led to the death of Kathleen's brother so it's difficult I think at this point then to assume that Kathleen is sort of not out for vengeance. So no matter kind of what she says from this point forward, it doesn't really feel like, you know, oh yeah, there's some kind of other justification. But I will talk about what she says at the end because I do think that that is also important. Um, and I, what did you think about that, Kente? Were you like, what did you think about what it was that Henry did like, did you feel like it was justified? Did you feel, I don't know. I, some people, I guess, didn't feel like, like maybe Kathleen was right, um, which is kind of weird. Um, I don't know. You can't, I don't know if you can say it's right because it did lead to someone's death. I mean, death, but I can see why, I mean, if as a brother myself, I can see why 
you would do that, right? To protect, and he's like a father in a way. So, right. I mean, I understand why he did what he had to do. So you had to make the decision, him or his uh, his uh, little brother. So, um, you know, I understand. Now, the person that she's getting revenge for asks for no revenge to be sought after. So you can make an argument her about her not respecting her brother's wishes. Right. And this this actually sets up in The Last of Us something that uh, in the game is kind of a common thread, which is the impossible decisions. Um, and I feel like this is just another excellent thread to pull uh, where we're world building into we have to make impossible decisions. Um, and, you know, probably nothing was more impossible than the end of Endure and Survive. But let's talk about the tunnel first. So they go down underneath the ground. And that was scary. I don't know about you, but that that whole scene where they're underneath the ground and they're, um, you know, kind of going from hallway to hallway that was so tense especially since we know that there are infected underground i mean i was absolutely sure that they were gonna end up meeting uh the infected underground um but they end up in this fedra kind of daycare center and <laughs> right right yeah. that was cool uh, yeah. give me your thoughts what'd you think about that no yeah i thought that was really cool i uh, and then, you know, it's funny because you're thinking, okay, something crazy is going to happen. Something crazy is going to happen. And then ultimately, it's kind of a chill moment, right? And it really establishes the relationship between Ellie and uh, and Sam. And I think that right. it was a great moment, you know? And then you got to see kind of like the remnants of, you know, people that, that did live down there. So I thought that was really cool. And I think you also get to see, you know, Ellie who probably didn't have much of a uh quote unquote childhood like you know the the kind of childhood that we expect oh, I mean, no one of the, right one of the lines that she says is can we stay here i mean there's actually stuff to do here and right. i thought that was awesome because that's exactly what a kid would say you know uh, look, I I want to play is basically what she was saying, um, and I I really loved that. I also really found it endearing that as Ellie and Sam get closer, um, they sort of they develop kind of like a shorthand with each other, which is also just absolutely epic. I absolutely loved it. Um, but Joel and Henry. I think they're approaching this a little bit differently. And this is sort of one of those situations where like, you know, you can't say too much because if you know what happens in the game, then you kind of get a little bit ahead of yourself. But one of the things that Joel is experiencing right now is like this, you know, yes, I, I actually care about this person, but I don't want to care about this person. Like I need to not care about this person. So at every step of the game that I can, I have to put up an icy wall and Honestly, that really came through um, because for as many times as that facade cracked, it went right back up again. And I got to give a big shout out to Pedro Pascal because that was amazing. I mean, that whole scene was really good. So yeah, his performance uh, is fantastic. Yeah, I absolutely. And you know, give me give me your opinion on you know kind of what you thought in terms of how Ellie and Joel are progressing. We had a scene earlier in episode four where they were camping in the woods and 
She says, nobody's going to find us here. And he ends up staying up all night because he realizes, oh, you know what? You're right. Somebody might find us here. And when he's alone, then it's not so much of a big deal. But now that he has her, it kind of shifts a little bit, I think. Um, so what do you think about where Ellie and Joel are right now? Uh, I mean, I would I would say that they're, of course, you'll say like, some people will say they're like, uh, uh, son and daughter, I mean, I'm son and daughter, uh, uh, father and daughter, but uh, they're almost like, in some ways, they're also like big brother, little sister, too. They had that mm -hmm. kind of thing going as well. And honestly, their banter between each other is just priceless. Uh, it's, you know, very funny. <laughs> and I really enjoy just listening to them go back and forth. And there, there's times where I'm like, you know what? She needs to be knocked upside the back of her head at times, you know, and then there's other times where you just totally love, you know, you know, how she uh, communicates and whatnot. And then you think about it. She's in such a in a terrible situation. You know, what I mean, you got to it is what it is, you know, so. Right. Uh, it's yeah. very precarious for Ellie right now. Yeah, um, I agree. And, and I think I think the thing is that Ellie knows it. I do, I I mean, at this point, Ellie in in the series, you know, Ellie doesn't know anything about Sarah. Ellie hasn't hasn't known anything really about Joel at all, um, other than what Joel has kind of told him and what she has figured out, uh, even from her short talk with Tess and things like that. But what I think Ellie sort of comes up with is okay this guy is really guarded and he doesn't want to let me into you know his space at all but i also think that ellie is smart enough to know that that's really the only way that she's going to survive is by not just because i don't feel like she's trying to endear herself to him as much as she's trying to make sure that he knows that she wants him to be her support. She doesn't want to go this alone, which I, I definitely think by this point in the series, we really establish. Um, mm. oh, what? Uh, give me, okay, so I'm going to ask you another sort of general question, and then we'll talk about what happens with Henry and Sam in that last thrilling couple of moments of Endure and Survive. Um, but give me your, what is your overall take of the journey so far? Um, with the two of them and just kind of where things are going. We know they're heading out west. They're looking for Tommy, for Joel, and Joel is taking Ellie as cargo to the Fireflies out west. Um, give me what your sort of like overall impression is so far of the journey and what we have encountered. The hero's journey, as you love the... Uh... Yeah, the heroes. You know, I can't have a podcast without talking about, uh, you know, Joseph Campbell. So right. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. No, I love it. I love it. Um, you know, and mind you, th there's a lot of movies and TV shows that have a similar dynamic, and you end up disliking, especially the child. And yeah. they do such a good job. The writing's so good, and they have a lot to work with. You know, obviously with the game, it's very well done in the game. But also, they do a great job of adaptation, and uh, you 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 feel for her. You know, she has her moments where you are you're definitely rooting for her, and you're rooting for them to uh, to um, 
you know, uh, work together. So I, I think it's overall, it's really good. And I look forward to it. I love their banter. I love, I love, you know, in episode four with the, um, with the, uh, the, the puns and whatnot, you know? Oh gosh. Then, yeah. That was great. That was funny. <laughs> I, I told a couple of those, uh, and got a couple of laughs, you know, I just totally it, uh, used it as it was my own. It, it it feels like the puns, I mean, because mostly most of those puns feel like dad jokes. Right. And so the tie-in is just perfect because Ellie is telling the dad jokes, which is right. just, it's absolutely perfect. Um, I love, I have to say uh, that my, my, I love the, the two of my favorite, uh, I know we're on episode five, but two of my favorite is uh, where she goes, uh, you know, um, diarrhea is... Uh, <laughs> It's hereditary because it runs in the genes. I, I thought that's pretty funny. And that then, funny. and then, um, then it goes. Uh, and no, no matter how long, how much you push the envelope, remember it's uh, it's always stationary or something like that. <laughs> it's always stationary. Yeah, that was good. That yeah. was actually good. good. Um, I I have to say that I think that Ellie in uh, the Last of Us series is actually quite a bit more vulnerable than mm -hmm. I think we get to experience in the game because in the game you know it's third person perspective so it's not like we're we're we do get a lot of it but we don't get as much I really feel like the series has expanded on the fact that hey you know not only is she a young girl but she's dealing with a heck of a lot and yes joel is also dealing with a lot but let's not forget that joel is joel and he is you know a very hardened person and his vulnerabilities sort of crumble much slower than someone who was you know basically a teenager so um, and, I'm, and he I'm had a chance impressed. to uh, fly on an airplane and you know do some of those. Other yeah, things. yeah, exactly. Man, I really loved that. I, I loved that whole idea. That was great. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, so let's talk real quick about the kind of crazy finale of uh, Endure and Survive. Um, there is the Sam and Henry and Joel and Ellie are trying to sneak their way out of the city. And they run across a sniper in what seems like an abandoned building. Apparently the sniper was put there by Kathleen and uh, he's able to radio the to Kathleen and forces that, Hey, he's got, you know, people pinned down. Um, and Kathleen shows up and there is a huge firefight. And what we find out is in the firefight, uh, the infected underground have chosen their moment to make an appearance. And there's a lot of chaos. The infected attack everyone from Ellie to Sam and beyond. Uh, one of the most, one of the biggest uh, infected actually rips off someone's head man that was crazy um and the child infected infects kathleen so what kathleen was trying to protect all this time she actually becomes one of um but tell me what you thought of that scene because i oh my god really it was fantastic with that. yeah and that was great in the ground caves and because you're wondering how they're going to get out of this and the ground caves in and then all of the hell breaks loose it was phenomenal and i loved how joel was in the sniper nest you know, and taking shots and all of that kind of stuff. It was it was excellent. And then when that bloater comes out, you're like, oh shoot, it felt like a video game, you know? It, it did. actually yeah. felt like a video game. So uh yeah, it was it was phenomenal. 
And, uh, and, and, and one thing, and we talked about this on the phone earlier today, how the show does a great job of doing the um, human stuff. And then, then it'll jump to, it'll jump to like crazy, you know, infected action. And it still right. keeps that, that, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't jump to shark so much where you're like, okay, I'm out. You know what I mean? Like you still enjoy it even with that in it. So yeah, I, I think they did a great job. Right. And uh, one of the things that happens is after uh, Ellie, Joel and Henry and Sam make their escape and they end up at this hotel room, um, you realize that really no one has dominion over any space except for maybe the infected right. because the infected can be anywhere. And that again is kind of like, I think a, a world building, you know, little perk of having the show where you can kind of see that, Hey, you know what? It's not just that they're everywhere. It's that everybody is experiencing this and no one is safe. Um, so lots of dread going on. Um, when they get back to the hotel, Ellie or Sam tells Ellie that he's been bit and Ellie tries to rub her blood on Sam's leg. And, you know, honestly, this is one of the best uses of uh, this trope called I am the special that I have ever seen done. It is in her, she has, she's so not just humble about it, but she is absolutely sure that, you know, hey, my blood's magic, this is going to work. And I'm not saying that she believes that maybe this is going to cure Sam, but I do think that this is like one of those moments where Ellie questions the uh, her own validity, like, is this real or is this not real? Yes, I don't get infected, but does this really matter? Um, and those questions, I think, are really important. So, what did you think of that scene? No, I mean it was it was sad because you you knew it wasn't going to work. It it probably is not going to work mm -hmm. like that. Uh, even though part of you is like, well, give it a shot, you know. And and it's just sad because this poor child, you know, what's going to happen to him. And uh, you know, uh, it was it was heartbreaking. I I think even people that played the game were like. Um, Oh, but you know, maybe they they changed some stuff, so maybe this will change, and maybe Sam thought. will survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but no. Sadly, uh, the very next scene is they wake up, and Sam's been infected. He attacks Ellie, and Henry has to make an impossible choice. Now, I want to focus though on two things. Uh, I want to focus on this idea that um, while the while Henry, I'm sorry, while Sam is attacking Ellie, Joel seems locked in place. <laughs> that is, he doesn't do anything. Um, and I thought that that was really bizarre. Um, and then Henry, uh, I mean, uh, Henry's got the gun and, you know, maybe that kind of kept Joel from acting, but I don't think it really did because we've seen Joel take very decisive action, including in the second episode, um, when, you know, things start to go awry, he's not afraid of putting himself in danger. Um, and eventually Henry turns the gun on Sam and then really cannot live with what the consequences of that action are. And he turns the gun on himself. Um, it was incredibly moving to me and, and 
I think one of the better aspects of demonstrating again impossible choices which is you know kind of the the pivot point of this game and also this idea that nobody wants to be alone um and it's just so incredibly crushing in that moment so tell me what you thought sad just just sad man you know uh that uh because you know that was his whole life it was his brother right and you can understand why he took his own life because he didn't want to live with that for the rest of whatever life he had so uh but it was just just very well done very well done heartbreaking and to do that in the form of this kind of a show is kudos to them yeah they're really not afraid to show us kind of the the naked truth of yeah everybody's suffering even the kids nobody is spared um and in the last and closing uh scene of this episode ellie writes on sam's board on his you know uh i forgot what you call those but you know, the the where you can write and then it disappears when etch you listen to the film yeah kind of well not quite etch a sketch because that's got the knobs but anyway he he ellie writes on his board I'm sorry. And, but then turns and walks away. And I feel like that is kind of where Ellie is at right now. She's at the point where loss is now almost an accepted problem of living. And that feels so incredibly sad and jaded to me. So final thoughts on this episode? Uh, I think it's the best episode of the year. Uh, you know, episode three was outstanding, but I think this is the one because it really had everything that you could want in in the episode. Uh, and it, it set the bar high. You know, it's like those episodes set the bar so high. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, uh, you know, propelled, I think, by by everybody's performance. Um including because this episode had the infected it had impossible choices it had you know kind of like the end of a revenge story it had people in peril and then it had the choices moving on and then it had them picking up and moving forward and that is basically the only thing that they can do so um i really loved both of these episodes i thought they were great i thought that we were just absolutely perfect and kind of pitch perfect when it comes to the world building out of something that was, you know, kind of a small thing in the game, but it really made a huge difference in how we understand this world. So I absolutely loved it. Um, okay, we are going to close out this episode and we are going to talk about the latest episode, uh, which was titled Kin Episode 6. Uh, I am Jen. This is Kinte. You can find me at moviesandmeals.com. Kinte, how can we find you? Kente F on Twitter and Kente Ferguson on Instagram. We'll catch you next time. Perfect. We will see you in the next episode.